All right. Thank you, Jen. Greetings, Bethany North. It's so good to be with you here celebrating 10 years. Uh, I have a message entitled today uh, on the mustard seed momentum, mustard seed momentum. Jen just read about Jesus' words about our faith being like mustard seed. And as we look around today, we celebrate God's good work looks like mustard seed momentum. It's really, really incredible. Before we start, I want to just say a huge, huge thank you to everybody that has been part of this church for the last 10 years. There are the plank owners, those people that over 10 years ago helped plant their feet in this community and said, we want a church here in Shoreline. And so the plank owners, if you're a plank owner, you can honk your horn right now. Go ahead and honk. Yeah, I hear you. A few of you out there, yeah. 10 years ago, you guys started this church. We're so grateful for what you did. I'm thankful for the members of Bethany Church that have continued to believe in a church that meets in schools and community centers and empty strip clubs. We love you. We thank you so much. I'm grateful for our staff that work tirelessly to serve Jesus in our community. And I'm thankful for my family, who even my wife can't be here today because she's being soccer mom as my son has a game in South Seattle. It takes a village to be a church here in Shoreline. So mustard seed momentum. Will you bow your heads and pray? I want to just pray over this message now. Jesus, bless the words of my mouth for your glory, for your kingdom. And thank you, Jesus, that when you encourage us, you say we don't have to change mountains overnight. Our faith can be as small as mustard seed, and you will work through us. We love you, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. Mustard seed momentum. The big idea that I want to encourage us this morning, I want to encourage you, church, just to grow, that you would grow from small to mighty things because of God's inevitable growth in Christ, of God's good reign. I want to just continue to just be, uh, I'm kind of nostalgic, actually. Ten years ago, uh, we drove into a little community center right down Fremont Ave with a trailer and put out chairs, and we were thrilled when 80 people showed up. And then a month later, it was 70 people. And a month after that, it was about 60 people. And we're like, what's going to happen? We didn't know. But we continued to believe that God was going to show up. And then, you know, the kids. Like, why was there hundreds of kids and only 40 adults? There's been many times where I thought maybe we were running a drop-in child care center and people were going to brunch. I'm looking. Some of you are like, yeah, we've done it, Scott. And I don't want to put any ideas in your head. It was a mustard seed momentum because then we added a second service. We moved locations and then we added locations and moved to the junction. Small steps of constant movement. That's mustard seed momentum. Ten years ago, uh, Sugars was still a strip club. And today it's our office and it's the new location for Black Coffee Northwest. And I remember when we, when we did the transformation six years ago, this woman came up to me at a prayer meeting and she said, Scott, we used to pray that sugars would close down and we wondered what was taking so long. Well, oftentimes it's the mustard seed momentum. What, what we wonder what God's taking so long, God says, you don't even realize yet how I want to work in you. 10 years, much has changed, and yet for many of us, it's more mustard seeds than massive quantum shift, because real growth and change often looks tiny and small and slow, but Jesus says, don't be scared with mustard seed momentum, because as Jesus' followers, when Jesus spoke these words to his early followers about the kingdom of heaven, they said, Jesus, increase our faith, and Jesus' answer, he said, have faith like a mustard seed. Because if you have even a tiny seed in a proper place, it will grow. And Jesus' illustration, he was comparing tiny seeds to the future church, saying there is a power within 
You can't make the seeds grow. You can't. And seeds can't be thwarted by the powers around it. There is a power within. And that's the thing with seeds. My favorite fishing spot in the whole world is this spot called the wall, where these evergreen trees grow out of seemingly granite because there is a power within. And often, right now, when we look around 2020, we're like, Jesus, I'm not sure anything's growing. 2020, we got murder hornets, and we're doing church in parking lots. It's like, what's happening? But let's be clear. There is much in the world that is not okay And still, the seed will grow because the seed is full of Jesus Christ. And we want to just speak out against any acts of violence or racism. It's not what the kingdom of heaven was about. Like when I was on the phone with the FBI this week, I thought they didn't train me in seminary for this. They said, Scott, we're we're investigating. We have suspects. We're investigating for a hate crime against the church because we spoke out against racism this summer, against Black Coffee Northwest. We don't know. But in Jesus' name, we oppose any act of racism. The soil is not good around us with rocky hearts and racist actions, but the seed with Christ can grow. And even within us, even within us, there's times where we worry, is the seed growing? I mean, our own apathy, our own confusion, our own discouragement amidst the pandemic, our fatigue and frustration with Zoom school and businesses not able to to meet, churches not able to to meet, and our own hearts that can be so cold at times. There's this warning in Isaiah 29. It says, the people come near with their mouth. They honor with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. And so Bethany North, I just want to ask you this morning, how is your heart? Because Jesus wants to remind you, he wants to change you like a mustard seed from the inside out. And so this morning we just say, Jesus, take our rocky hearts, our dry places, our comfort, our complacency. Shake us up, Lord, that we would grow for your glory. And so as a church this year, we've set two priorities that we want to just speak into in our 10th year. The first is being filled with the Spirit, and the second, speaking out against racism. And I want to talk briefly why we think God is calling us to those two things. First, being filled with the Spirit, because discipleship matters. The Word of God matters. We want, as a church, to be growing and alive by the power of the Spirit. And so we say, Lord Jesus, increase our faith. Give us a mustard seed momentum. And against race, we know that mercy matters. That's why we have a powerful deacon ministry, and we continue to feed people every week on Aurora. And just today, we're receiving goods for both Foster Support Alliance and the Community Breakfast on Aurora. That stuff matters. In addition, Jesus says, Micah 6, 8, God says, Do justice, walk humbly, love mercy. And people of color in our community need to know that anti-racist work is a discipleship issue to this church. That this is a gospel issue. We must speak out because Jesus loved marginalized people. Open the scriptures. The man in the tombs. The woman at the well. The woman who's been bleeding. Over and over again, Jesus stood at odds with the power forces of the world to align with marginalized people in his community. And so when you look in our community today, when you think of Molotov cocktails being thrown at my office, we oppose that in the name of Jesus. And we don't know. We, it's like, hey, racism isn't just a problem in Louisville or Minneapolis or Chicago. Here in Shoreline, we've got work to do. 
because Jesus has one place of hope that he wants his people to know that in the gospel, mustard seed momentum, but he wants us to speak out. And we want as a church what the disciples wanted, Lord, increase our faith. And so we're mindful what Jesus says, have a mustard seed type faith. If you're like me, I'm like, Jesus, it's going too slow. It's too small. And Jesus says, the only change you can make is the one right in front of you right now. At the end of his life, Jesus said, go into all the world. But what did Jesus say first? He says, just follow me. Just step by step by step. Mustard seed momentum. And so when Jesus' good news is filling us with his spirit and moving us towards compassion and mercy and justice for others, that's the good news of the gospel. And so Bethany North, may you grow from small to mighty things because Jesus modeled this inevitable growth when rooted in his gospel. Isaiah 29, again, Jesus, uh, God says this in, in the prophet Isaiah, I will astound these people with wonder upon wonder. How, God, how will you astound with wonder upon wonder with a mustard seed momentum? And so looking around this morning, I'm reminded again, wow, God, you really grow awesome things, don't you? In a, a recent New York Times article, this article was saying that, that real momentum is called the next smallest action formula. That when you really want to change the world, the author says, there's the next smallest action formula based on setting goals and breaking down micro actions to seeing major change occurs. And the, art, the, the author says this, once you've identified the scary thing you want to do, don't obsess over all the reasons you can't do it. Get quiet and ask yourself one simple question. What is to be done next? Then look for the next smallest action you can take. Do that thing. Ask again. Repeat. I can't guarantee, the author says, that if you follow the next smallest action formula, you'll succeed. But I can guarantee that if you don't take any steps at all, nothing much will come of your idea. So Bethany North, what's your scary and wonderful thing you want to see God do here in our community? Another 10 years? Yes. Blessing Black Coffee Northwest? Yes. Launching more house churches? Yes. Feeding unhoused people? Yes. Seeing the kingdom of God flourish in our lives for the sake of Jesus' gospel? We say yes. And we don't determine how the seed grows. We don't get to say what growth looks like. But we get to be mustard seeds in Christ, caring for others. Because that's the thing with mustard seeds in Jesus' day. Mustard seeds would grow into just mustard trees that provide uh, shelter for birds and food for camels. Mustard seeds didn't engineer water. They just simply passed on what they received. And so may we be receiving in Christ, passing on for the good of others, the life force that is Christ, sharing with others. Because that's the role of the church. To proclaim the goodness of God and inviting people to be filled with this power and working against the powers that are oppressing others. All of it for God's glory. When we started, we used to say every single week for many, many years, be the church. Because the church isn't a building. It's his people. And it hasn't been easy, but it has been good. And in Revelation 21, at the end of the story, God gives a sneak peek of what mustard seed momentum eventuates. In Revelation 21, it says, I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven, 
And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is among his people. He will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He'll wipe every tear from their eyes. There'll be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne, Jesus, says, I am making everything new. Those who are victorious will inherit all this. I'll be their God, and they'll be my children. How will this happen? Mustard seeds. Tiny, small steps of aligning to God's good reign. So church, may this season ahead be full of mustard seed momentum moments. Feeding hungry people. Speaking out against racism. Reading the scriptures. Believing God's truth. Confessing sin. Living a life of faith. May you be the church. May small things come to life within you. And may you experience the life of Christ that only Christ can be. May you grow in Christ for the city. For the city. Ten and a half years ago, the leadership of Bethany asked me, Hey, Scott, we want to start a church in West Seattle. Are you interested? And I said, No, God's doing this other thing. I said no to Bethany, a church I love, because... Because why? Because there was this little mustard seed in my heart. We lived down at U Village at the time, but I thought, I felt like God wanted us to help the church matter again in North King and South Snohomish County. Where we sit right now is about three quarters of a mile from that border. So Bethany said, would you help start a thing in West Seattle? I said, no, nah, I'm not the right guy for that. God's calling me to this little mustard seed up north. And 10 years ago, a bunch of you said, yeah, we want to help create that thing too. And so I am so, so glad that God continues to move through broken vessels, through mustard seed women and men, brown and white, short and tall, all different, reflecting God's glory. So may this be a season of his glory and you, his people, filled with his spirit, working against racism for God's glory in our neighborhoods. Will you pray with me now? Jesus, thank you for this church and this time. Thank you for 10 years. We thank you, even God, that it's not raining right now. Small, small blessings. Would this be a season, God, where you would continue to motivate us and move us into more and more and more alignment with you, God? We love you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this morning. We worship and we pray. And all God's people honk their horns, flash their lights, and said, Amen. Let's continue in worship. <laughs>